millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. Sorry about the distance, but this is being recorded by the outstretched arm of our producer's mobile phone in these COVID-secure times. His two-metre-long arm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, we were joined by a fisherman who bought... Uh, sorry, not bought, who caught a salmon uh, in a uh, car park puddle. <laughs> that uh, can't be right, is it? No, it is. It's definitely right. <laughs> right yeah. um, Jacob Hawley, the comedian and Arsenal fan, joined us as well. Looked ahead to the... He was a bit downbeat, I think. Well, he was doomed. He was quite doom-laden. Uh, doom uh, we also spoke to Rob Albury from Turnstars because Chris Waddle says the way to brighten up 2021 after a tough 2020 is the return of the mullet. And Gavin Webster was hilarious He was Newcastle, wasn't he? He was absolutely brilliant. I mean, Gavin yeah, Webster, the uh, Newcastle fan, long-suffering Newcastle fan, also talking a bit of Carabao Cup. Of course, we had a chat. You got involved. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you, Paul. It's Lovely been a while be since we've... Um, I, do you know when it was? I think, was it February the last time we weren't oh, together? Maybe, maybe. In a pub in Twickenham. We were in a pub in Twickenham. Who knew talking what was rugby. to come? That's right. Who knew at that yeah. point, just before I set off for Cheltenham? Of course, that didn't get any... <laughs> that Six Nations has only just finished. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's how mad a year it's been. The thing we were there previewing, yeah. which was reaching its climax, finally finished about three weeks ago. That's, yeah, that's imagine that. very true. You booked me for the preview of uh, of the uh, Six Nations. Any chance I can come on after it's finished? Yeah, of course, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you yeah. back. We'll, we'll get, get you back. You back. Well, yeah. Once the Six Nations is finished, great. Yeah. Magic. That's, yeah. an that's a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. Eight gosh. months later, he's back. <laughs> now, um, you join us. What a lot of excitement. Oh, Charlie yes. came in to take his seat alongside me in the studio and saw quite a glittery pen. It looks like the sort of pen, it looks like a kind of pen you get from the pound shop, but well, it isn't. Or, it's, in, or it's, in a cracker, you know. It's... Swarovski, isn't Swarovski it? Swarovski crystal pen. Um, it's white. I, of course, I sit in the chair that Simon Jordan. Sat yeah. In. So you immediately thought you could smell the money on it. I could. I could. I could, you I could thought, you thought that's the kind of pen that Simon. That's written have. some checks. Yeah. That's, that's written some. That's, that's written some, some bankruptcies. That's written some thirty-five grand checks to footballers who didn't deserve it, hasn't it? That that pen. But then you've looked up how much it actually is. Well, uh, first up, it wasn't Simon's. Uh, no, but no. the fact that it was there yesterday and he said it wasn't his means that they'd sat on that desk for 24 hours and fair play yeah. to the TalkSport presenters. They've not <laughs> had it away. No one's had they'd, it. It's seen as 
the office pen Darren until, until this it. point. Charlie has decided it's it's a treasure trove. Might be my pen now. Might be now, my pen. Uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's the um, it's the Swarovski crystalline ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like the one you've got there is out of stock, so that might oh. put a few quid on it. Rare. And it costs ten thousand. No, it doesn't. It costs twenty five <laughs> quid. Ah. It's still a twenty five quid pen though, isn't it? Yeah, really? now, it's lovely, who, isn't it? If it's not Simon's, I mean, we're very fortunate these days. It's not Max Rushton's. He hasn't got that well, kind of money. You never it, know. It's, it's, his wife does go away quite often now these days. So this. Do you think, thing what, might you think turn money up. saves? He spends on expensive. I, so. I don't see that. <laughs> it's I what they that. at the Guardian as well. You know what he's like on that podcast. Yeah, I don't think it that's be, that's not very man of the people. Is he no. can't get that. Barry Glendening would give him so much stick if he got that pen out. <laughs> so it's not his. But we are blessed to have a lot of top quality yeah. footballers in. Is the it Alan? Because Alan has been, no. he's been signing all those autobiographies. Alan's got a tartan pen, but when you turn it upside down, it's a naked woman. That's the pen he's got. Where the ink runs out the other. He's still using that one he got in 1973. I think it was a it was a, a, a free with a six pack of McEwans. He still uses the pen. She's got a kilt on, and then all she hasn't. Yeah. So um, that's not his. No. Uh, it could be Darren Bentz. Could be Darren Bentz. Could be Darren. Uh, could John, be uh, John. Could the producer be, has taken a photo of it. He's going to tweet could it out. Could be Troy's. Could be Troy. Could be Troy. Looks very current football. I was going to say Premier League footballer, but then I realised... He plays for Watford, so they're yeah. not. They're I not. mean, the Premier League footballs. I mean, it could be Troy's kids. Like they, they, they only do colouring in with that twenty-five <laughs> quid yeah. a pen, like and that. he's just picked it up. Nothing for them, is it? It's, anyway, we're it's, like, an Ar- it's like an Argos pen for them. If it's your uh, pen, let us know. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have a pretty good reason why it got into the Talk Sports Studio. <laughs> but uh, well, look, we'll put it aside. You don't want to do. You don't want to do. Who've you borrowed a pen off? Well, look. I just don't see it being a particularly rich scene. Well, we'll just see. Let's find out. Okay, look, the the phones have gone... and they haven't. The phones have gone absolutely mad. They've gone bonkers. Who have you borrowed a pen off? Gone just for Charlie. I don't expect anything of you. See if it works. Yeah, I mean, can't borrow your pen, mate. I mean, and and you turn around and it was Pele. It might... You know what? This is the thing. It might fly, Paul. You never know, do you? It might fly. People don't write anything anymore, though, do they? They don't write anything. No, they... <laughs> We're not in a queue for the post office, are we? They don't, they've, they've stopped writing, haven't they? This is the first letter. I've, this is for my great year. So anyway, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet J. Now, something made me feel old this morning, uh, a story. It's a get well soon. It looks like she is getting well soon because okay. she's already twerking. Oh. But um, Madonna has had a, um, she's had a hip replacement. Lovely. And it makes you feel old, doesn't it? Has when... she gone ceramic or metal, Paul? Well, I don't know. Do you know what? She's not, she's not gone into it. She's... What material has she used? <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, one involves you getting it replaced in about 50... Don't it? She might have gone titanium. She's got the oh, money, yeah, hasn't she? She's got she? the money. She might have thrown yeah, a few yeah, quid yeah. at it. But um, it just it makes you feel old, doesn't it? You imagine a, like a virgin, yeah. justify my love, and then, you know, she's having hip replacement, you know. <laughs> like a virgin yeah, it's with a, a ceramic head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the lyric I think they they, um, they, they jettisoned quite early on. But uh, yeah, Madonna's had, uh, had had a new hip. But I mean, it's all nice. those. I mean, it's not like it could be wear and tear because she she played a lot of Sunday football. But I think <laughs> it's just it's all the dancing, isn't it, Charlie? It's all that dancing. You're all a the, song and dance. All the voguing, Paul. Yeah, all the voguing. A lot of that is hand based, but yeah. I reckon it plays <clears> up on your hips. I think she's sort of put it about a bit in her life as well, and she so well, that, d- that helps. What do you mean dancing wise? I'm not saying dancing wise. No, no okay, so you know, okay, Charlie. 
that's a, that's a very bold statement. <laughs> Madonna, if you're listening, I know she never. She tends to listen. She she turns off after Jim. That's it. She, she turns she's off. She's after a big Jim. Simon George. She is, maybe she it's likes, her pen. Yeah, maybe maybe Simon borrowed it from her. <laughs> anyway, funny enough. Oh look, we've only got one. Uh, no, we haven't. No, no. Westy the decorator says I waited outside the old Talksport Tower with oh, Alan yeah. Brazil's book. Was so excited when he pulled up in his car and wound his window down. I asked him to sign it. In all the excitement, I'd forgotten my pen, so I had to use Alan's. Can I borrow your pen? Can I borrow your pen? I'm surprised Alan had it. Was it that pen with the <laughs> and you turned it upside down and and she had no clothes on? Was it that one in a bikini? Um, exactly. So thank you for that. You um, I've got an obscure, uh, obscure. Um, what do you call it? Um, stat. Today. Okay, lovely. But not quite as obscure as I thought. Suddenly in today's, I noticed in today's uh, Metro newspaper. Oh yeah, lovely. They had one of those, you know, that's a fact type things. It had a big number eight. And I, so I, my eye was drawn to it. Yeah, of course. And the big number eight drew me in and it said, eight years since Wales last played Mexico. Wow. I, thought, I mean, we were, we were all wondering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a reason for it. Because I, I read on and apparently we, uh, the FA of Wales have arranged a friendly with Mexico to be played in Cardiff next oh. March. So there was a reason. But I just thought that would have been the most obscure stat of all time. I couldn't have got through the day without knowing it had been eight whole years since Wales and played I, Mexico. And I, you could have asked me. I reckon ten times. How long ago was it? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have got wouldn't it right known. once. I, I did wonder right when once. I first read it. Where maybe in Mexico they have kind of El Dia de Cumbre, which is every year they celebrate and just hope that it won't go any longer than eight years. A big festival they yeah, have in lovely, yeah. Monterey. They all to remember walk through the streets. The game against Wales leaks and stuff like. That. Just a just a quick mm. peek. Leaks. Peak. Yeah. <laughs> peak. Telegraph letter today. Go on then, yeah. Give us that. Sir, in the mm. 90s, I was being driven from the Helford River back to London in my comfortable Bentley after a weekend sailing. <laughs> I fell asleep somewhere near Plymouth. The pace quickened and I woke up to find my friend driving as if he was on a racetrack. He had caught up with Princess Anne's Simter. Wow. <laughs> and he was racing her. We were winning, but I told him to let her go and went back to sleep on oh, driver. You don't get telegraph. You don't get those in the, uh, the Daily you Star, don't get, do you? No, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talksport. We turn uh, to fishing. Oh. Charlie, you're 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 uh, you're a born again fisherman in yeah, lockdown. I haven't aren't you? been for about three weeks, Paul. Okay. I went and it got it was very cold, and I had two blanks in a row, which is where you don't catch oh. anything. But I've been fishing with um, spinners quite a lot. Yeah, what the, the old band. spinners? Yeah, yeah, lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not so bad. <laughs> not the Detroit spinners. <laughs> That's I mean, impressive. It's, it's noisy, but it puts the fish off. Maybe that's yeah, why I'm not just, catching it's, anything. It's, it's both those highly choreographed <laughs> dance numbers just on the bank. Put them off. As I said it, I thought, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I've said the wrong thing here. Now, but what, I, caught a pike, you... I caught a pike in the summer pool, and that was a very exciting How day. How big was it? Oh, massive. You know, probably about six pounds, seven pounds. Now, see, the trouble, where you're going wrong, Charlie, is that you're not hanging around enough car parks and standing <laughs> near the puddles. All right. Because that's, that's where you get most of your big catches these oh, days. Chris Bird is actual bona fide sea angler and knows what he's doing. Lovely. So it must have been a manner from heaven to happen upon a salmon in a car park puddle. Unbelievable. Uh, Chris joins us now. Good afternoon, Chris. Good afternoon, right? It's right. uh, well, All what right, a, Chris? Yeah, what a, I mean, this is a lovely story and um, I mean, probably the last thing you expected to see or not has, has this sort of thing happened to you before? No, never happened before. A little bit unusual. Yeah. 
um, six pound. It was a six pound salmon. And uh, what was he? So how does it end up in a car park? I take it the car park's quite close to the sea. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, the car park r- runs alongside the River Foy. Oh, the river, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Last Friday we had a ridiculous amount of rain, and the river burst its banks across the car park. And we was it tr- was it tr- was it trying to get home somewhere to to respawn the salmon or? Was it, what was it yeah, doing? I've been told since that they go up river this time of year to yeah. spawn um, to the gravel pits or something further up the stream. Yeah. Um, I just saw it in the van headlights, that's all, and approached it. It tried to get back to the river and couldn't get through the fence as such. It coming around. Have you caught a salmon before, Chris? No. So no, your first salmon was in a PB on the salmon. It's great first salmon yeah, in, a pu- a, in a in a in a car park in a puddle. It's fantastic. You'll yeah, never beautiful. forget it, Chris. Will you never forget your first salmon? It would have been more fun on a rod, I reckon. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I think it would. How long did it did it play hard? Did you have to play it? <laughs> Tickle it, did you? Yeah, you just had to. Just uh, I suppose it was quite easy. It was a sitting duck, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't well, a duck. duck it's, it's, it's a it's salmon. salmon. But um, yeah, Chris, say that it was. Yeah. I was quite surprised at how powerful they are. Actually, very powerful fish. Yeah. Wow. Did you ever? Did you think I'll go and to the old fly fisherman boys? Oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you think I'll go and get me rod so you could actually, you know, claim it? I was tempted. Yeah. I mean, you could have said you could probably know if it had taken the bait quite clearly, wouldn't you? The but the nice the nice thing is, Chris, you did have a picture taken with it, (laughs) which I thought. I mean, I don't think it's going to make the cover of Angling Times. Maybe it will. I don't know, but. Did you do the traditional kneel down holding the fish? Mm. Did you did you go for that pose? Well, it, yeah, it kept squirming, so I didn't want to drop it from any height as such. No, of course. No. Um, yeah. So I did get as low as possible. To be honest, I didn't realise I was being recorded. I would have um, jumped in and had a wrestle or something if I knew. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the good news is, it's not ended up as a moose or poached. Oh, no, Christmas, you, it's catch yeah. and release. You you caught it and you and you. Put it back safely into the river, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Me sappy side come through. I did. Um, <laughs> I have got a smoker at home. I was tempted. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, the interest to catch and release, letting it spawn and all. This is yeah. the, this is the thing, though, isn't it? With 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 fishing, it is now. It is the um, conservation as well. It's very important that what you do catch, you you know, ninety five percent of what gets caught know, gets put back in. You didn't have in. any pike pate off of your no, one no, that no, went no, straight no, back. No, I'll tell you what, I didn't like cat. You you must have caught a pike or two, Chris. It's horrible, isn't it? I've never had a pike. Oh, really? I've yeah, been have fishing before. In the old pond fishing, but <laughs> you're no, a sea I, I fisherman, Chris, aren't you? Yeah, them. you're. What, yeah. What's your biggest catch at sea, yeah. Chris? What's what's your what's your PB there? Oh God, biggest probably a smooth round, well into double figures. Wow. Um, I've had rains, double figures. I've had bass to about eight and a half pound. Cool. Is that on braid? Is it you use braid? Do you as your line for that? Oh yeah, sometimes. Wow. Sometimes. So, do you, do you much prefer the sea fishing to to getting on on the river? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I have got a lot of respect for the fly fishermen boys, especially. There's a lot of skill that is an art in itself. Yeah, yeah. There's, um, a, there's I, a there's a book and a film called Salmon Fishing in the Yemen. Have you thought there salmon is. fishing in the car salmon park? Salmon fishing in the car park. <laughs> <Just> park. <laughs> that would be. I mean, a little sequel. It's quite a limited story, isn't it? <laughs> Boy meets well, salmon. Home, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is, and you know, kind of films from that down that part of the world. They tend to do quite well, don't they? From the exactly. West Country, they do yeah. very well. I mean, yeah. what, what was it driving? Just, just so I know. Which, when I hadn't paid and displayed no. <laughs> for salmon, <laughs> hadn't paid and displayed. Uh, well, Chris, it's a lovely story. Thank you ever so much for joining us. Have a good Christmas.
No problem, you too. There we are. The chairman of Thanks the ECC. It's a pleasure, yeah. Thanks cheers, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Uh, chairman of the ECC Port Sea Angling Club. There was Chris. Lovely. And it, it struck me that if you're going to just pick up a salmon from a car park puddle mm. and have your picture taken with it, you could go round, uh, you know, any supermarket, you know, Morrison's Fish Counter, yeah. and have a little cardboard. <laughs> Backing of a riverbank. What a lovely idea! And have your mates take photographs yeah. of you, know, <laughs> and they just go down on the one knee, wear a kind of army jacket, <laughs> army jacket, a couple of flies on your jacket, and then just bend down on yeah, one lovely. knee, but just take a bit of fish off the counter, and then just have pictures. Ang- angling times, and you could have a whole kind of mural of lovely. you with these big fish. Look at all these fish I didn't catch. Yeah, <laughs> and you just see a hint of someone's trilby, white trilby in the background, <laughs> over the cardboard cutout that gave away that you were in the you were in the local just fish market. Morrison's fishes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I yeah. used to I, years ago I had a little Saturday job for a while in a in a sort of a butchery department, right. a supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've lived a life. You know, I can't can't begin to tell you what. Anyway, but we had the we had the fishmonger uh, oh, next yeah, door to us, yeah. and occasionally after work we go and have you know we go and have a couple of uh, sly ones somewhere oh, yeah, pop sure, out, yeah, go, lovely, go, yeah. go and have a little night out, and. Um, and it, it was a bit like that old Last of the Red Hot Lovers at Neil Simon. He always stunk a fish. Yeah, he it's could, a real he'd, put her off. We'd he'd, he'd come. He'd have a cut. He'd have a shower, yeah. and then he'd join us again in the pub, reeking of yeah. uh, Aramis or you something. Can't get put, rid a, of it. put a lot on, <laughs> and we'd say, "You come straight from work. I've been in the shower for half an hour." And he'd be honestly he just couldn't quite shift it. Yeah, like, I think got in his hair. Got it. Anyway, no, we'll move on. It's just like gets it must get in your in your like in, in your sweat in your pore. <laughs> it must do, yeah, <laughs> must do. So there are, we are you married to a fishmonger? Yeah, <laughs> save it for the weekend, Charlie. <laughs> Max, that'll fly. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Somehow, um, have you ever borrowed anyone's famous <laughs> pen? is flying, which I find hard to believe. <laughs> 
I installed telephones at uh, former Scotland, West Ham and Swindon goalkeeper Tom McAllister's. Oh, yeah. I'm a West Ham supporter and he was having a bad time with us. Mm. Uh, he had to sign for my work. I said, have you got a pen? He got one and dropped it. I said, uh, oh, he's, oh, he's just he's, he's doing a goalkeeper. He he's doing <laughs> a goalkeeper. No change there. He didn't no cha- laugh. No change there and he didn't laugh. That's Poor Tom right, McAllister yeah. there. That generally Tom doesn't, McAllister's that, pen. That generally doesn't go down well. David Priest, the former Sunderland keeper, goalkeeping coach at Osterson, sent out a picture earlier on of uh, he, he, he said he got up early so he thought we'd go and get himself a nice coffee oh, in yeah, one of lovely. the local shops mm-hmm. and then he just showed a picture of how he dropped it <sighs> not great when you're a goalkeeping must, coach must be awful <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're a goalkeeper or goalkeeping coach don't show any pictures of things you've dropped you can't drop anything ever can no, you that's just right. not, in, not in public it wouldn't go down well <laughs> no, that's exactly. very true there we are exactly uh, uh, Dom Jolly's in the news today quite is a nice he? positive oh, story nice, yeah. Yeah. TV prankster Dom Jolly has helped save a 250 year old tree from uh, the axe. Oh, he, yeah, he, he went to war with uh, Cheltenham County Council. I'm just glad I wasn't standing next to him when he phoned him up to complain. Of course, because he would have had would have had that massive phone. Yeah, that with massive phone. He uses, Where's he uses Boyd? That all the time. Where's Boyd? Forty nine. He's oh, yeah. built a thirteen foot Christmas tree. Oh, has he really? You're built uh, it for charity. Yeah, out of five thousand empty beer cans. Wow. I mean, it's a great excuse. <laughs> He's hardly Captain Tom, is it? He's yeah. <laughs> just sitting oh. there drinking beer. Captain Tom, we understand. It. You He's see, you Bar- showed me a picture. He's in Barbados. Apparently, I don't want on a jet ski with Simon Cowell. <laughs> That's fantastic, isn't it? But now he's gone... Uh, Judges' houses. Yeah. It? He's gone to bar. I wonder if he'll meet You're up. You're going with, to London. He's bound to meet up. But yeah, whatever will happen. He has a great Christmas. Yeah, he happy Christmas. deserves it. Uh, ball boy tales we could be looking for this oh, afternoon yeah. as well. Have you, ever, have you ever played the role of ball boy? I've never been ball boy, but Kiefer Moore was a ball boy at Torquay United. Kiefer? Kiefer Moore. Really? Okay. The, the, the Cardiff City Wales oh, okay, striker. Right. Yeah, yeah. Was a ball boy at Torquay United. Yeah. Yeah. And... Okay. and uh, was, is a talk United fan, so well, I always that. point at that when he's scoring for Wales. You, or whatever, just, you know, yeah, just kind of like, he's one of our own. To everything. He's one of our but own. I never but re- I never ball boyed, no, Paul. This is probably a fact which I didn't know about, but um, we're going to talk about Newcastle against Brentford a little bit later on. But um, Steve Bruce was a ball boy at the 1976 League Cup final when Newcastle lost to Man City. Oh, Dennis Stewart's. Uh, overhead kick but Steve was a ball boy yeah he says uh, I was on ball boy duty at that final and uh, what a thing I mean yeah, I never knew is, is, he, is he in the footage has he seen himself in the footage or anything like I don't that know. do we know I mean I don't know if there's any pictures uh, around of that yeah. but, I mean it would have been a bit odd but um, any ball boy tales I never got to do it at, uh, any uh, they, they must be ball people now they probably are. Yeah, I can't imagine. So, mixing in. yeah, we just use the sort of uh, you know the overarching term. But it's, <laughs> you're, you're very right there, Charlie. Ball person. Have you been a ball person? <laughs> uh, Talksport dot com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. And anything that came off the back of it, maybe nice conversations yeah, with oh, the players. That yeah. <laughs> you were a five year old and you got some player saying, "Give me that, give me that ball." <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, if you've got some stories, apart from have you ever borrowed anybody's famouses? I saw pen? Chris Kirkland drop a 50 inch flat t- screen TV in Haydock Costco. <laughs> well, Chris listens in sometimes, so he can put us right See if on that's that. That's true. I'm not believing that. Ever for a seen minute. a keeper drop anything? Yeah, go on then. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
from TalkSport. I was a ball boy for uh, three years at the new Wembley, says Ben. Oh. Saw the 3-2 loss to Croatia. Got yelled at by David Beckham. Told to slow down. And oh. had one of the balls from the uh, opening uh, FA Cup final. Nice. And oh, you smuggled that nice. out of the ground. Yeah, very good. Uh, my, my nan. <laughs> this is sort of a your ball Your nan boy. was it okay. My nan used to pick... Not your nan. Not my nan. This is Mark in Sheffield. Yeah. My nan used to pick the balls out of the pockets and replace them for the late, great Joe Davis, snooker wow. world champion. While he practised, she had a Q-signed ball with his name on her mantelpiece. Wonder if he borrowed her pen. Wonder how could have linked up the two stories there. <laughs> uh, on her mantelpiece when I visited, which I used to roll to her pet Yorkshire Terrier as a kid. Yeah. Didn't ha- <clears throat> Hasn't got the ball. Joe Davis's cue ball. What a shame. Oh, Great, dear. Is that the sort of ball boy you want? Why not? Yeah, Why it doesn't not? have to be. Football it can exactly. be any sport. I mean, it does tend to be football, doesn't it? Um, when Chelsea played Santos in Jamaica, uh, John Barnes was a ball boy. Is that That's right? Gabby Cabby, the podcaster and poet. Never, never, never heard that story no. before. Um, what else we got? Um, as a what was that one? It was about uh, Jimmy Greaves' testimony. There it is. Uh, Stephen Exeter says, "I was the ball boy." Jimmy Greaves' testimony on old uh, the old Stamford Bridge. Uh, Ron Harris's son went to our school and he got us the gig. Oh, uh, great occasion! Remember, lots of players smoking in the dressing room, <laughs> which is where we changed as well. Very different <laughs> times, Steve. Obviously, on yeah. on many levels, a lot, a lot of stuff wrong with that now. Yeah. Isn't there? yeah, um, yeah. So keep those coming. Um, tales of being uh, the person collecting the balls for the players. Talksport.com. Text eight to eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. Trevor was ball person at Crystal Palace and always had the spot behind the goal. The one time I was late and lost my spot. Uh, the legend Georgian Dar had a goal mouth bust oh. up, which was uh, on the back pages of the paper. My mate uh, took my place, made the photos in all the papers because he was in, he was he was in the background. Bust up, unbelievable. Out, Trev. And I think we've peaked here with the pens, Paul. No, I, we're know, I know we've got pens. a break. This is a sp- yeah. peak now. When I was eight, living in Hong Kong, Brazilian side Santos played against the Hong Kong national team in 1969. I was able to get Pele's autograph yeah. as he handed the signed paper back to me. Another lad asked for an autograph, which the great man signed with my pen and then walked off with it. Pele stole my pen. That's Simon and <laughs> Exeter. There we are. I think that's enough pen stories now. We've, I think we've got one we've more. Pele's pen. <laughs> I know we, it's not as good as this, but this was uh, somebody, um, Steve the Gooner, said, I asked Stan Bowles, legendary Stan Bowles. Oh, yeah for an autograph when he was at Orient he asked me if I had a pen so I pulled one of those little bookies pens <laughs> from behind my ear and a little smirk was seen no further words needed <laughs> to be honest Steve even if he'd just come off the pitch I'm surprised Stan didn't have one of those pens behind his ear already <laughs> there's stories of Legion aren't there of him sort of um, yeah. going over to take a corner and saying to people who won the 250 at <laughs> <laughs> Chepstow yeah Beautiful. so uh, apparently so anyway Beautiful. that's um, it pens now we're penned out we are penned out we'll leave it there but uh, we'll take some uh, Ball person tales, talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet TSHNJ. Uh, but you probably would have seen, Liverpool fans, these stories uh, suggesting that uh, Mo Salah's not happy. But it's come from Egypt, it's come from one of his teammates in the Egyptian team. So we thought, oh, look, it does seem all very unlikely. These are the sort of stories that surface, and you think, well, you know, I can't see anything in that. But we felt duty bound to drill down into that a little bit more. He does look happy at the moment. He looks he happy seems, at the moment. He seems, he seems happy enough. But Ahmed Youssef's going to join us, Egyptian football expert, and we'll try and find out about the relationship. Maybe they're best of buddies. Maybe, you know, whatever he says to his mate. Is gospel it's the truth? We'll Maybe find this out. Is it. Okay, that's all to come. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport.
So the second of our Carabao Cup quarterfinals this evening sees uh, the Arsenal oh, uh, yeah. entertain, as we like to say in football, um, Manchester City. Last could, thing you want to do is en- gi- could be a last, giant killing. Last thing you want to do is entertain yeah. the opposition, <laughs> isn't it? You want to offering them some volavons, ground them into the uh, in, yeah. So anyway, um, joining us now to chat about that Arsenal fan, he's working Christmas Day. Well, kind of. <laughs> Uh, he'll tell what? us more he's about that. He's a funny, that. funny man. He's a brilliant comedian, really is. Uh, it pops up and uh, chats to us now and again. Uh, Jacob Hawley joins us. Hi, Jacob. Afternoon, lads. How are we doing? Yeah, Very we're not good, too Jacob. bad. Before we talk about the football, um, yeah, so you, a Christmas Day gig you have done with some uh, some other fine comedians will be going live at 3 p.m. Christmas Day. Three o'clock, mate. To say it's other fine... I mean, the, the other comedians on the bill are ridiculous. You've got Ashlyn B doing it. Um, you've got the pub landlord, Al Murray, you've got loads of great people on there. Yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing, man. I mean, it's it's the, the guy who runs it, you know him, Charlie, um, James Gill. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, it's ABC, is it? Yeah, they have a great a- gig Yeah, London, always, yeah. always be comedy. And it's it's won awards for being the best online comedy <laughs> thing. And, it, it, you know, as a comedian speaking, I, I was quite sceptical about these online gigs, but they, they do it properly. And it's, um, yeah, money going to charity. And it's, it's it's a really nice thing. If anyone's spending Christmas on their own like I am, it's a it's a good thing to be doing. Uh, you're not a big fan of the Queens, are you tuning at three o'clock? Al Murray, Ed Gamble. <laughs> uh, it's, it's either them or the Queen. Uh, but Marcus Brigstock, um, Joe Caulfield, lots of uh, lots of top names, Matt Ford, yeah. Lloyd Griffith. So go and check it out, three o'clock. I didn't Always... reply to the email, Paul, oh, and, that is, and, that is, and that is genuinely the answer. <laughs> proceeds, right? going, proceeds going to Homestart uh, UK, oh, alwaysbecomedy.com for tickets. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the really gig check. with the Queen. Are you really? You're going to be. You're doing your five minutes warm up. Yeah. Well, anyway, here she is. Enough about me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here Who, she is. Who's had a great year? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, you're the queen. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, Jacob, yeah, uh, the Arsenal in action tonight. It's been a painful few weeks for you, I would guess, football wise. I tell you what, when, when you said we were going to entertain tonight, I think that's optimistic. Really, the way we. <laughs> yeah, it's been. I, I I think for years we've we've been deluded as as, as a club that we're we're something we're not, and I think we're you know our chickens are coming home to roost now. We we there's no bones about it. We're in a relegation battle now. Um, do you think so? I, do you, I, I mean, do you, think so. do you really think so? I mean, I I mean I'm a Tottenham fan, hey, of course I'd love it, but I don't think you are. Look at the fixtures, and and, and honestly, we we need. Uh, someone counted the other day. I think we need eight wins and four draws in our remaining games. <sighs> It's very hard to pick those games that we're going to win. It is genuinely very hard. It, look, I, I will say, if once Thomas Partey's back fit, yeah. we're a completely different outfit. Mm. That's but, key, uh, isn't it? He's key, isn't he? He's great signing, and he really strengthens the midfield. But and and he I seems just, to give Aubameyang more I confidence. I wonder if he's and, had his. his def- I mean, I don't know. He look, you, you may look back on it, and it was just a little blip. And remember that day, Partey walked off against Tottenham. But it may be the moment you look back on. So yeah, remember that. Remember Partey when he walked. I mean, the not Bert Troutman award, which we occasionally <laughs> hand out after the Man City <laughs> goalkeeper who played on with a broken <laughs> neck. I think Thomas did win the not Bert Troutman award mm. that week, didn't he? Limp into the touchline. But the, the the problem is right. It's, it's lovely to have a Thomas party, but it, this this is the problem. This is part of our delusion: is that we keep going out, spending huge money on on these big name players. But it, it's 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 like it's like buying a fancy dress when you're not wearing any knickers. It's we we, <laughs> we haven't got the groundwork. Like and we, the, this is a problem. We've now got this one player who we completely rely on for our midfield to function. And as as great as he is, rather than spending forty five million on him, why, why didn't we spend twenty million on two of them? Do you, know, mm. do you know what I mean? But, and, and then if one gets injured, we're, we're not having this nightmare that we're in now. So I, I, I think we're 100% in a relegation battle. I, th- I, th- I think 
we need to get back to just just you know picking up points whether they're draws or wins we we need to start putting points on the board otherwise we're in a lot of trouble do you think there's something in the fabric of the club that makes players worse than they are jacob <laughs> because because a lot a lot of a lot of players seem to join Arsenal, be not very good, then leave Arsenal and get good. I'm thinking, I don't know, Oxlade-Chamberlain and Theo Walcott came back to haunt you the other week, you know. Just they, they, well, they, there's something in the club that is saying we have to play this way, we have to play this way. And they're so straight-jacketed that they can't relax. Like even Aubameyang at the moment, this looks, he just looks so stressed with the captain's armband and all those things. It is such a pressure at that club to play a certain way. I don't know, well... First of all, so I don't know if we are if we have played a certain way for quite a while now. I mean, I, you know, I was I was I'm lucky enough to be someone who, who was going to the games previously, and I'm, it has been a long time since we were playing the kind of football you're alluding to. Mm. In, in terms of the pressures, I, I feel for Aubameyang because he's got no one feeding him. You know, there's he, he looks behind him and he's got Danny Ceballos and uh, <laughs> and El Nenny, and that's his mm. service. And I, I think I think any top striker would be struggling with that, but. I do think there's fundamental problems with the club. I think, you know, matey boy Keir Jurabchian, I think the, f- the fact that we've got an agent sitting in our director's box who he likes to uh, he likes to get his clients on these big retirement contracts, that's a big part of the problem for me. But I, I, I think from top to bottom, we've, we've got the wrong people in charge. I, I like Arteta. I really like Arteta. But I think if you look at the size of the job that needs to be done at Arsenal, the size of the, the transition and the rebuild, it's way too big for a 37-year-old in his first job. It, it, it just is. You look, you look at Frank at Chelsea, right? Quite quite similar, you know, very, very fresh in the job. But he's got support. He's been given the players that he needs. You, you, you look at his dressing room. He's got Thiago Silva in there. He's got Giroud in there. You know, professionals you can rely upon. And it's not, his Ar- fir- it's not his first job. This is, this no, is yeah, Arteta's first job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much it really makes a difference one season at Derby, but what I will say is he's got support. Mm. Whereas you look at our dressing room, that you, you, you're sort of killers. Mm. The, the, the experienced players you're looking at is David Luiz, it's Granite Xhaka. Mm. You know, he, he, I, I feel for him, but I, we're getting to a stage now where we're we're so far adrift of where we should be that I think I think it's ripe for someone like a Rafa Benitez or someone similar to just come in. Do you six think it? Months. You think it would need? I mean, the other the the big hitter who's out of work at the moment is is Max Allegri. Um, so I mean, Pochettino. Uh, do you, but you think you yeah, do you think you need someone who's, who's got experience at the Premier League now because you you're yeah. saying you think you're in a relegation dogfight? Absolutely. I I I don't. I mean. <laughs> Pochettino would be a dream for obvious reasons. <laughs> he, he, would, he wouldn't do it. I'm linking him to. Oh, I'm linking him to Arsenal. Honestly, that would be worse. I'm, I'm linking I him. Never, I never thought I'd say that. That would be worse than Sol Campbell going on a free. After, that would. Uh, that would be. Would it really? Oh, it would. It, it, it would be. It would be. I, I just don't know. I just. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with that. I just. Well, I can't the, see him. I the big money's on Brendan Rodgers, but I think Pochettino. I'm going to link it now. See if we can get some odds for that. Okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> and. Why would you do it? If you well, yeah. honestly, yeah. if you're Brendan Rodgers, why would you come to Arsenal? I've got friends who've said that we should get Hartle from Southampton. Mm. Why would you join Arsenal? There's honestly, we've got this delusion that our squad is something that it isn't. You 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 can name nine, ten different teams in the Premier League. They're better than us. There's no reason for these managers to come to Arsenal. Why would you want to? You've, you've got you've got this aging bracket of players on massive contracts you can't shift. You've got the kids at the bottom, and then you've got nothing in between. I, honestly, from a manager's point of view, it would be a nightmare. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a quite a damning indictment there from uh, Jacob. I bet he's going to be a laugh a minute at three o'clock on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. Aren't you? He's going to do his Arsenal set. 
<laughs> Get Venga yeah. in. Yeah, well, well that's that. That'd be the, obviously when the things are going wrong, you start getting all these stories. There's these stories of cliques as well, Jacob, aren't there? You uh, probably heard that. I mean, a clique. Have you heard that? They, they, you know, little cliques in the dressing room, apparently. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there probably are cliques in the dressing room. I mean, but, they, but then at the same time, I, I like Arteta, but he probably has wound people up. You know, yeah. if 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 William Saliba is your mate and he's training with the reserves, you're probably not happy. Mm, if yeah. you're mates with Ozil, you're probably not happy. You know, sure. it's 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 all it's all well and good. You know, uh, what's Mourinho does it at Tottenham? Go, it's <laughs> what's his the club he goes to. <laughs> find, finds one. He finds one player he doesn't really like, and he goes, right, you're out. Yeah, makes an example of him. The rest of them respect him. Arteta's done it with about seven of them. <laughs> you get cliques. There's, there's a whole clique that's falling out with you. can make a decent five-a-side team with the players that's falling out. <laughs> we'll put the clique, we'll play the cliques in Europe. So just a quick one on tonight. I mean, you've been, you've been good in the Cup. You've been brilliant in your in the Europa League. So, I mean, look, you never know with Arsenal. You're in Cups. They, they don't show it in the league sometimes and they'll turn it on in the Cups. You, what, what about tonight? You fancy your chances at all against City? You're 100% right, Paul. I'll actually let you in on something. I've actually got a bet on. Uh, I went to Bookies, did a little custom bet a couple of weeks ago that Tottenham are not going to win a trophy this season and Arsenal will. Well, I've, you know what? I would, I'd tell you, I wouldn't be at all surprised, even despite you, you, you're the last five minutes with you and what you've said. So that's the way it tends to work. Jacob, have a good Christmas. All the best. And uh, thanks, thanks for joining Jacob. us. Enjoy the game tonight. Bye. See you later. Take care. Bye. Jacob Hawley there, comedian. We said Christmas Day, you can uh, catch him as part That'll of that. That'll be a great gig. That and, fine and that's bill. a great uh, charity. Good line up, well. yeah. Homestart UK proceeds. Alwaysbecomedy.com. Uh, if you fancy a bit of a laugh, Christmas afternoon, that will go live and online. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. You're telling us tales of uh, being the ball boy mm. or girl at football and indeed snooker. And uh, we've got one from uh, SJM. Um, I was ball boy for Norwich versus Portsmouth a long time ago. As you do, he says, uh, in the vernacular. I was engrossed in the game and hadn't noticed the ball go flying into the stands. Next minute, the whole stand was singing... Ball boy, hurry up, etc. Oh. Never so embarrassed. Oh, okay, yeah, well, when you're 12, it's 12. How old's your sort of optimum? It's only 10 is your optimum age for ball. You think that once you get personing. Yeah. We tried to get Andy to be one, uh, a club. I think it was uh, one club offered Andy the opportunity to be their mascot. Well, a lot of stag dudes. That happens on a lot of stag yeah. dudes, doesn't it? You know, and that would be quite nice. To see it? Andy as Chelsea's. I mean, he knows Frank now. Frank listens to talk sport. Get us, get Andy. I when the crowd, no, do you think the crowd would like that? Because, you know, he's, no, be he's known to Andy the... go out there and just doing keep the up. He's doing like <laughs> toe punts back to. Uh, who was that um, a Man United he, man? Be, the, the Man United chairman. You remember him? Michael... Uh, oh, no, Michael Knight. Michael yeah, Knight. he came yeah, on the yeah, show and on. his book came out. It was fascinating. Yeah, keep it up, he's down the, the pitch. Keep up, yeah. The book's yeah. very interesting. Very interesting story. Anyway, uh, Chris Waddle um, oh, says... Lovely. Ex-Torquay. Uh, what a player. <laughs> Pardon? Played for Torquay. Did he yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Played about 11 games. Did anybody games? not play for uh, Torquay? No. <laughs> played for... Played for um, Pele. Played about 11 games, I think, and we didn't win one. Really? Didn't win one game. Wow, he was a bit of a Jonah then, Chris. Yeah. He reckons the return of the mullet would help spirits after 2020's COVID gloom, he told a a tabloid newspaper. Um, He said it was his good luck charm in the 80s and 90s, um, and he would like to see it back. And uh, the British Master Barbers Alliance... Yeah, which is a great league to be in. (laughs) All all the all the hairdressers are in it. Tough place to go to go to uh, 
Bob's Barbers on a Tuesday night. The modern mullet will be the mainstream hit of 2021 in barbering and circles. And the, the modern mullet is the if you see the kids now, they, they have them. It's, it's very short, like grade three. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. over on top, right. but then long at the back, as they say, business at the front. Party at the back. Thomas okay. party at the back. Thomas party, Thomas party at the back. And so um, we uh, we always turn to one man from uh, the Oxted in Surrey, the sports barbers turnstiles. Lovely football themed barbers. Uh, Rob Aubrey joins us. Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Very Not bad, Rob. I'll tell you, you're a man of leisure at the moment. You've had to close down again, haven't you? Or you're... Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, we're in tier four, so <laughs> we've been closed since Saturday. What a so, disaster. Yeah. I mean, when you first opened up after the big lockdown, I mean, you, you probably saw some sights, didn't you? It must have looked like Led <laughs> yeah. Zepp's road crew coming in, <laughs> wouldn't it? People you hadn't seen for months who normally looked like Scott Parker. Suddenly looked like John Bonham or something. Yeah, marvellous. Yeah. Uh, um, there was a lot of people coming in with, uh, you know, sort of haircuts by their wives and girlfriends. And, yeah, a lot of corrective surgery yeah. you were doing. Was yeah. that what it was? It was a lot of uh, not as easy as it looks, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw nice. some sights. Um, so, have you have you had any requests for the modern mullet? Uh, not as yet, but right. I've always I've always expected this at some point in my career for it to come back again. Uh, first time round, it was uh, very very popular, which is pretty much when I first started back in the eighties. Really, but uh, I think we're due a change because people have been wearing their hair really, really short around mm. the back of for a long time, mm. so it's about time we had something different. It's better for you, though, isn't it? I mean, people wearing their hair short is, is much better for business because they, they have to keep coming back. Last thing you... Well, I suppose they've still got to have the front cut with their mullet and they've yeah. still got to have... They've got to have a bit of a trim. keep it in shape, Paul. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to get an unruly like you're in white snake or something. <laughs> no, that's very <laughs> true. So are you a fan of the look, Rob? Did you ever sport one in your youth, or...? Um, I did, yeah. Oh, yeah, well. Wow. Yeah, although my hair's very curly, so mine was more like an Ian Marshall sort of cut. <laughs> oh, OK, oh, yeah, not, yeah. Not, that not, not quite as uh, long as it is, but, uh, yeah. But I always thought Alan Byley from Portsmouth, I thought we yeah. had a good one, because he was obviously a bit yeah. of a Rod Stewart. going to Google him now. My mate, said, my mate Dave is. Cottrell was once, uh, he, he used to deliver Alan Byley's newspaper, and Alan Byley's dog uh, chased him down the path, Charlie. <laughs> and he? Dave always says, I could feel the dog's hot breath on my backside <laughs> as I leapt over the garden fence. Is this the Bad Sex Awards? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alan Byley's dog. Uh, but Alan Byley's dog, latest edition. That's like a fanzine. <laughs> yeah, that's when he was Everton, of course, not to, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, well, so what have been the trends since since you returned? Some short off, back and sides, isn't it? Has it all been... It, but I think people are so sick of having sort of thick, long hair. They just wanted to get rid of it, did they? Well, funny enough, a lot of people embraced a bit of a longer look for a while, but that didn't seem to last that long, and now they've all gone back to reverting back to what they had before. Also, beards were quite big over lockdown, but they seem to have gone now. But I think the, going up, uh, talking about mullet, I don't think it's ever gone away in certain parts of the world. No. Australia and Eastern Europe have always championed the haircut of the gods. Mm. No, the, yeah, no, the Australians have been. That's that's. I think that was where it started. To this nice picture of Alan Byley there. Yeah, it's a beautiful. Right? So sort of, that is sort of blow dried on top. Yeah, it's sort of. So it's sort of like sort of. It's like fluffed, demi wave fluffed up on the top, and then. Yeah. Beautiful. We had a player talk. He had a player called Dave Coldwell, and that's who, what you you went with. Oh, his, his was his was just brilliant. He yeah. got sent off before a game, Paul. 
they've gone sent off. off before a game. It's had it. What for? What before what did he do? in the warm up? He got sent off in the warm up. <laughs> really? What did yeah. he do? Well, he scored loads of goals for us. He was absolutely brilliant. But what led him to be sent off? Did he I have a go at the ref or something, remember. or did he attack one of the opposition players? Who was uh, luckily you can, up? you can watch the you can watch him play now because via the magic of YouTube, you know, oh. you well, still just... see those mullets in action. Some of the great mullets, uh, they should return. I suppose, so, you, will you, uh, if people come in and they want the modern mullet, will you have pictures? Will you have an Alan Biley or an Ian Marshall? Will you have, do you have pictures of footballers that, that people point at in, in turnstiles, Rob? Yeah, I do have, funny enough, I do actually have a picture of Chris Waddle and Alan Biley on the wall currently. Wow. So, uh, which people... Uh, Look yeah. at and laugh, but you know they might be not be laughing by the end of the year when they've grown one. If no. it is going to be super fashionable, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because with the current short haircut, you know you can go and you just ask for it and it yeah, just yeah, gets yeah. cut. But with this, you need a, quite a lot of length. Yeah. So you've got to put do you think you're going to have extensions? Is that going to is that going to happen, Rob? Are people going to come in and ask for like a bit of a weave in the back? And do a bit, it, would you do like, a weave, Rob? Like the you, girls have. Can you weave? No, there'd be no weaving. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Solid year of growing. Yeah, yeah so that's it. You've got to put the heart. Yeah. Half an inch growth a month. So by December 2021, you'll have six inches of glorious planet. That's oh, it. This it. is all sounding good. So look, Chris Waddle maybe is right, because I've got a lift just talking about it, yeah, let alone yeah. trying to grow one. If everyone so. walked in now with a mullet, we'd all cheer up a bit, wouldn't it? would be lovely, yeah, wouldn't it? it would give us all a lift. Uh, Rob, look, we hope to see you back open soon. Have a great Christmas. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, fellas. Merry Christmas. And to you, yes. Turnstiles Gentleman's Barbershop in Oxted in Surrey. All football-themed. Fantastic. We always turn to Rob for uh, football hairstyles. Oxted in Surrey. I thought my family was a... Devon through and through, Paul. I thought we were like generations and generations of. Did you do an unofficial? My, my dad. It, who do you think you my are? <laughs> my dad did a did a look back at sort of his did, his, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his granddad's war mm. record yeah. from Oxted in Surrey. Is not not right? even three generations, Paul. Just putting it on the whole thing. So you thought you were going to go back? It was going to be like Lark Rise. Yeah, the whole thing. You're going like, to go. We owned half through. of Barnstable or something. Yeah. you know, but no. Oxted in Surrey. You were going to march on Trago Mills and claim it for the family, weren't <laughs> you? Put a big flag in there. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, it wasn't to no, be. Oxted in Surrey from Surrey. Oh. There we are. I feed into the... I'm, I bore the listeners with this. I feed into the Beckhams, apparently. Oh, do you? And hence the begging letters, David. Sorry. <laughs> and Len Goodman. And Len, Len Goodman. I think somewhere down the line, me, Len and Bex, we should go out for a pint when well, all this play, is over. He did play number seven, didn't he? He, so, did. he did, yeah. So, Hugging the right touchline. We and Jinky was in those days. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. So this evening, we bring you Brentford, Newcastle and Arsenal, Man City and TalkSport 2 and TalkSport. Um, Charlie Baker, earlier on when we did our Paddy's uh, mm. accumulator, said Brentford to win by two oh, goals. Grass me up here, Paul. Yeah. Thanks very much. So, fighting talk for our next guest, I'm sure. <laughs> Charlie's uh, fellow comedian, Newcastle fan, Gavin Webster. Good afternoon, Gav. Oh, good afternoon. You're in. Yeah, so how do you feel, Charlie? Charlie's it's Brentford all day for Charlie, Gav. I mean, how do you <laughs> really? feel about that? What um, on, on, in what basis do you do, 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 you, do you hold this um, theory, um, Charlie? I'm, I'm I'm interested. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, uh, like just the, uh, I'm the, not the rise to it. Bit passive aggressive, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> just that Brentford are very confident at the moment and scoring a lot of goals, and 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 Newcastle aren't. Newcastle are Premier established Premier was well, established. Yes. They're a Premier League side. And you know, you know it goes for Newcastle, Gav. You've got a long history with them. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, I've um, had well over forty years of this. It's um, it tend we tend to fall at the the hurdle you wouldn't expect us to fall at. So yeah, it is maybe set up for that tonight. Um, I don't know. I think um, I think if anything, our pragmatism might see us through really tonight. It's a, a dull Newcastle team uh, compared to some Newcastle teams of the past. And I think we may bore our way into the semi. <laughs> <laughs> Glory. Uh, so Ivan Tony, a lot of the pre-match talk has been about him. He had a very short yeah. spell at Newcastle and it didn't really work out for him. But I think it's fair to say he's, he's trained on. Does, is, that, is that a bit painful? Or did you think there was a player there in, in the limited amount of games that he got? He only, he only got four games, I yeah. think. Was it four games he got? And yeah, I mean, he... It's like anything, isn't it? You, take, you, you get your chance at a at a certain level, and it might not be the right team and all that. So mm. it, it it it's it's one of those things, isn't it? Where you can't you can't just say when any any club that's in, in in the top league, we can't just say, well, let's have a bit of a longer look. You've got to make a decision, haven't you? And he, he may, I mean, he might uh, we might rue it, but it's it's just. You know, good luck to them, really, I suppose. What is it that Newcastle fans want at the, at the moment, Gav? Because, you know, they, they are sort of 11th, 12th, aren't they, at the moment? They're, I know they're not playing exactly how you want them to play, but going to be safe, you know, winning some games here and there. I don't know what it, at the moment, what it is more that you want. Well, it's a bit of a zombie club at the moment, really, isn't it? From Certainly from the last 12 or 13 years, really. It doesn't... It, it, it It's set up to not really go anywhere. It's set up to... See, save itself from relegation and um, not bother any of the big boys. But as long as we get to play against them next year, that's what we're, that's what seems to be mm. the blueprint. And it, it doesn't, it's not like we're going anywhere. I mean, if you look at the Fulham, Brighton, Leeds, there's three examples, play wonderful football. All right, they get battered now and again, but they, <laughs> they play great stuff. But, you know, we're, we're really dull to watch. And, uh, you know, the, it is written that we'll finish you know, 15th, but then the, the plan seems to be that we'll just finish 15th forever or, or, or you know, one, one, one player say the side of that and that's not football, is it? You know, the game's about, all about glory, I think the famous as man said, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah, it certainly was. Who's your, so you wrote a show, Newcastle United Ruined My Life, <laughs> uh, which is yeah, a great title, yeah. Gav, and tell us about that. Well, that, um, that that came about um, about I don't know about eighteen months ago, and then I just did it in a room above a pub. But I've been asked to do it again and done it in a couple of theatres, and it's just about my it's just about my um, my lifetime supporting Newcastle United, getting into it um, from being young, and then you know it, it, it consumed my life. And being probably slightly autistic, I was obsessed with every um, every aspect of Newcastle United, and. I felt like I failed me all levels as a result of that. I'm giving away my age by seeing all levels. You've got to be over over fifty to have done all levels, haven't you? And, um, uh, and just you know, always being obsessed with what's happening at Newcastle. Well, but like all football fans, to be fair, Charlie, you know, you, you don't, you know, if there's a game on and things, you say I can't come to that tonight, or I'll have to keep one eye on the score, and, and it, it, you know, it. it is, and as a result of that, just like a family member, it, they've let me down over the years. You know, not just me, like like everybody really. And that's the that's the basis of of the um, of the uh, of the show. And it's just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I have to do it in two halves now. <laughs> the trouble is, they might they might uh, you know breeze past Brentford, despite what Charlie says, and then mm-hmm. go and win the final. 
And then, obviously, then it's, that's the show's off, isn't it, Gav? Really? I mean, it's uh, just basically Newcastle United complete my life with the Carabao Cup victory in, in April. Yeah, Newcastle United have made me redundant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, 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 the fans, were the problem all along. Yeah, that's it. You know? <laughs> yeah. The trouble is, they get any, they get anywhere near Wembley, Newcastle. A couple of cup finals they went to, and it was they were in good, they were good teams in good shape, and they just don't turn up, do they? That must be one of the other frustrations. Well, we, the, I was funny enough uh, speaking to yourself there, Paul. Is is, is the, the only, we've never been past apart from once we've never been past the quarterfinals of the League Cup, which is an appalling record for yeah. the size of Newcastle. Hmm. And the last time, of course, was '76 when they got the semis against Tottenham and yeah. over two legs. You might remember it. And, yeah, and yeah. It was uh, I think in, in the first leg, Tottenham won one nil, and Pat Jennings made. Wonderful saves, mm. and then in the second there, Newcastle won three one. But we lost the final yeah. to Man City, which was quite a famous final because it was an overhead kick by Dennis, Dennis Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Mm. Well, then we discovered United today, Gav, that Steve Bruce was a ball boy. Were you aware of this? That, Did you? Yeah, well, I've read that actually right. uh, that he was a ball boy, and he's not far from Dennis Stewart. As Dennis Stewart, the ironic thing was, is from Walker in the East End of Newcastle. Mm. Um, he scored the goal, and that's where we've been sort of kicked in the teeth by sort of ironic things like that over the years, you know. <laughs> Fantastic. So brilliant. You uh give us a give us a score prediction then, Gavin. Tonight, well it's a one off, isn't it? So I I have a feeling I have a feeling we'll probably go behind through some bizarre goal and then we'll make Sort ourselves of getting equalised, and I think we might nick it an extra team to one. Oh, extra time! Extra time! Extra time! Extra time! I always think Ivan Tony Gav sounds like two blokes turning up in the pub who've known each other just just know each other at work. Ivan Tony, I've you know <laughs> Ivan Tony like a double act. I'm Ivan. I'm Tony. Yeah, together we are. Yeah, that's together us. we are. That's a, that's a nice. It's a lovely act. So you're going to be doing the show again, Gav, and you got some have you got some stuff online as well for people to watch. Um. No, we uh, hopefully we'll, I, can, I can get some dates together, but uh, don't know if you know, but we're in a bit of a pandemic at the moment. <laughs> That's why I was saying this stuff online. Charlie's <laughs> just kept working. He hasn't noticed yet. <laughs> He's been turning up. with well, not a great crowd in tonight. A bit quiet. Anyway, I'll no, do, actually, I'm pretty good for me. Pretty good for my tour show. I'll do the set. Fantastic. <laughs> Cheers, Gavin. Enjoy Cheers, the game. Gavin. Thank you. Oh, likewise. Cheers, man. Cheers, mate. Bye. Here we are. Gavin Webster there, comedian Newcastle fan. You're saying, Charlie, this, he, he, he does some great routines, Gav, online. Gav's People got, can find it. Gav's got a routine about pandas that... Black and white, uh, you see? I'd say 99% of the circuit can quote. Because they love it. Because it's just the, the most immaculate bit of stand-up. And I think he's even done a video where he's got other comics to tell tell the joke itself. Right. It's like a five-minute bit. It's just absolutely perfect. So if we put in Gavin Webster pandas, pandas. you'll find it. You'll find Sounds it. And good. It's, it's a brilliant, brilliant home. bit of stand-up. He's a very funny man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Charlie, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Let's go again tomorrow, Paul. Why not? We'll have some clips of the month, another assorted Christmas-based nonsense. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.